fine. Be perfectly fine. Fine. Okay, fine. 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 You're listening to Everything is Fine in Southwest Washington, a political podcast where we recognize that everything is not at all fine and discuss what we can do about it. I'm Carissa, and our co-hosts here are Evelyn and Philip. Democracy has disappeared in several other great nations. Disappeared not because the people of those nations disliked democracy, but because they had grown tired of unemployment and insecurity, of seeing their children hungry while they sat helpless in the face of government confusion, government weakness, weakness through lack of leadership in government. Finally, in desperation, they chose to sacrifice liberty in the hope of getting something to eat. We in America know that our own democratic institutions can be preserved and made to work. But in order to preserve them, we need to act together to meet the problems of the nation boldly and to prove that the practical operation of democratic government is equal to the task of protecting the security of the people. Not only our future economic soundness, but the very soundness of our democratic institutions depends on the determination of our government to give employment to idle men. The people of America are in agreement in defending their liberties at any cost. And the first line of that defense lies in the protection of economic security. Your government seeking to protect democracy must prove that government is stronger than the forces of business depression. History proves that dictatorships do not grow out of strong and successful governments, but out of weak and helpless governments. If by democratic methods people get a government strong enough to protect them, from fear and starvation, their democracy succeeds. But if they do not, they grow impatient. Therefore, the only sure bulwark of continuing liberty is a government strong enough to protect the interests of the people, and a people strong enough and well enough informed to maintain its sovereign control over its government. Fascism. The F word. Not the fun one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It depends. <laughs> if you're a white male, this is the most fun one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a white male, you can only do the other one if it's for procreation. If you're I, a proud boy, right? I, 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 I take a little bit of objection to what you're saying here. If you're a... <laughs> if you... Okay, I'll stop. If you're a proud boy, don't they have some weird thing where you can't even, like, masturbate? That does ring a bell, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But That's I'm, super I'm, weird. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's the proud boys or if it's another, like, affiliated right wing. Like, but it is in that sphere. All right, my Google history is now going to say proud boys masturbation. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they ban masturbation. Why? There's a couple of them that do that. A couple of like it's a. Oh, it's we'll a get thing. into why. It's a thing in that because they that... want you repressed and extra ragey. <laughs> like is that well, like it... that seems like the only like the natural result of 
I think it falls under the fascism strange. umbrella. Really? I think we can find find a way to categorize that. <laughs> so, what comes to mind when you guys think of fascism? We are talking about fascism today, by the way. The F word. <laughs> the F word. The one that some people had a problem with, apparently, when we deployed it. Um, so we're so we're here to we're so. answering the haters. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be back, guys. Good episode last week. Oh, by that's the way. right. Yes. You weren't here. Oh, I yeah. forgot. Good I listened to it on a drive. I mean, it was re- lovely. <laughs> Replacement Evelyn did a pretty good job. Yeah, that's fun. Hell yeah! Well, All glad right. to have you back. Happy to be here. Feeling fashy. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, what do we think of? I think of just authoritarianism is my main thing so, when I think of fascism. <laughs> I don't. I. I just. I. I think of the the general right-wing movements and violence we've seen crop up since 2016. You don't just picture a mustache gentleman? (laughs) Well, certainly for Nazism, I do. Um, I I don't know. Depends on the mustache. Depends on the mustache. Depends on the mustache. (laughs) Okay. So, I, I I think that there can there can doesn't necessarily have to be a Hitler mustache. I've I've known some people who can pull off a good mustache, but they're few and far between. Not that small though. I feel like the Hitler stash is comically small. Oh yeah, the Hitler stash is just nose hair that's gotten a bit out of control. Yeah, just but well well groomed, definitely. Well, well groomed. All right. So there's as far as definitions go, that's I think what we were questioned on is how. How right. would we get away with... Because that... I, and I will admit that that word is flung around quite a lot from everyone on all sides just as a general mm-hmm. term for person I yeah. don't... Person I think is bad. Exactly. Which exactly. is not how we're deploying it and not how we feel it should be used. And we want to, like, set this straight of... This what is has it? meaning, yes. <clears throat> and exactly. And was it... So Joe Biden called the MAGA movement essentially semi-fascist. Mm-hmm. Um, my only beef with that is that he didn't call the elected officials in the party fascists because they are blatantly fascist, not semi. I understand um, why he didn't. I don't think all Republican voters are fascist, but I think um, we're seeing definitely trend that way. So as far as defining fascism, there are many, many academics that define it um, in their various ways, but they all follow the same general trend so the one I think we're going to go through, most of them have the same characteristics, and we're going to look at uh, fascism through a philosophical lens. This is a definition by Umberto Eco from 1995. We can link in the show notes. Um, Lawrence Britt and David Paxton also have written books about fascism and have their own lists about what constitutes a fascistic um, person and or movement or government. And there are stages of fascism. So David Paxton has five stages. Um, Lawrence Britt has 10 stages of fascism. So we may or may not get into that. But we're just going to go through the characteristics and see if they sound familiar. Yeah. What do you think? It's Mm -hmm. it's worth noting, too, ahead of time who Umberto Eco is and, like, what qualifies him to talk about this stuff. Um, I mean, and and these, like, his list is kind of the, the gold standard for you know, defining this. And yeah. it's, it's been on a lot of podcasts. So if you've, if you've encountered it elsewhere, that's fast forward. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, he he grew up in in literally fascist Italy. So he he if anyone knows what a fascist is, he should. And, Lived know. and died in Italy, uh, visiting professor at Yale. Yeah, super smart guy. Um, University of Bologna. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Um, so yeah, he's kind of the the gold standard and looks at it through this kind of a little more philosophical philosophical lens. So number one, the number one characteristic is a cult of tradition. So we can see that in an appeal to the past, back in the good old days. If we return to the good old days, we could maybe make America great again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We could make it great again. It wasn't fantastic when we could just be racist and shit. Yeah, hearkening back to it. It's not even a precise time. It's just like America was great, now it's not. We've got to make it great again. Exactly. They don't have a specific for that. It's things are going badly, which is something everyone feels at their core Mm because they are. Yeah. Like, this is this is something that like everyone realizes on a very fundamental level, but there's the assumption here that things used to be better and then now they're not for some reason, so we gotta go back to whatever it was that we had before. Correct. And they never um, you're, like you said, they never really say when that good time is. No, they don't need to define it because yeah, they just it's a dog like, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number two is a rejection of modernism. So the enlightenment is bad, new ideas are bad, innovation is bad, new theories are bad. Um, the basic idea behind this is you don't want the populace to be too smart, then you cannot rule them. Mm -hmm. Um, you just want them to follow orders. New ideas are bad and tradition is good. Mm -hmm. So it's tradition. So would this tie into like the critical race theory bullshit we've seen? Critical race theory bullshit. Also just, um, the demonization of education in general. Yes. And locally we've had a lot of like the, the schools have been a battleground. Yes. Um, more and more, especially COVID jump-started this. We had all these, like, anti-mask protesters at fucking Skyview High School. Like, the Proud Boys, specifically, the, in, in and, their and, uniform. And Patriot Prayer was there, too, or at least Joey Gibson was. Yeah. Oh, um, that is crazy. So tradition is good. Um, like you said, like CRT, things like that. Right. Um, the educated idiots you know, demonization of education and using those educational spaces um, as a battleground to fight other culture right. wars. And, and we've seen that as a battleground in, especially here locally, more and more and more and more. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of the really alarming things about local politics that nobody ever pays attention to is they're all trying to take over the school boards. Yeah. And, and COVID gave them an excuse to do that. The mask mandates gave them a, an excuse to do that. Um, and it, it wasn't. It wasn't even like. Um, I mean, it wasn't even that. I don't know. They they keep wanting to like portray it as this tyranny or something, and it wasn't. Well, because ultimately, it gets people out of public education. They're hoping to funnel people to charter schools and then right. teach them exactly. indoctrination. Right. We, 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 had, we had new ideas are bad. Yeah, we had, we had, we had the protests at Skyview High School with like. The Proud Boys were there, and at least, I don't know if Patriot Purr was there there, but Joey Gibson sure as fuck was. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if the Washougal moms were tied into that one, but they have been doing a whole bunch of shitty things in, in Washougal, where I, like, grew up and still, like, pay a little bit of attention to. Um, and they're another, like, group that is, like, right on this, right on this spectrum of just, like, oh boy, you're you're raising every rag flag, red flag there is to raise with your bullshit. Yeah. Um, hateful, vitriolic, homebrew fascists. So. 
Fascists. Fascists. The third characteristic of fascism is action for action's sake. So leaders behave impulsively, like let's clear the protesters out of the park for a photo shoot and I can hold up a Bible. Um, let's mm-hmm. build a wall. Um, action for action's sake, even if it won't make a difference. So also things like demanding Kamala Harris go to the border. Um, you think of local examples? Oh, yes. I, I mean, action, <laughs> action for action's sake, that, yes. is the, that is the ethos of someone like Patriot Prayer, which I'm going to mm-hmm. be... I'm going to be used, I'm going to be focusing on them more than I am the Proud Boys because the Proud Boys are active too, like in this area, very much so. Yeah. But Joey Gibson started Patriot Prayer in fucking Vancouver. Yeah. And it's unfortunately it's it, they they are our fascists. Oh, God, <laughs> they're ours. They're ours. You so know. we'll get into action for action's sake more when we talk about yeah our own little homegrown. Yeah. They grow up so fast. All right. Disagreement is treason. So like rhinos um hang mike pence right he agrees yeah. with you 100 percent of the time kick liz cheney out of the party she voted with me 93 percent of the time and now how dare she um you know disagree with an insurrection so i think locally also we're seeing you know anyone who doesn't support trump has a hard time in the republican party mm-hmm. these days it is, mm-hmm. it is trump's party now and you can't disagree with anything like you can't criticize it's all there's no debate. There's in, they're in lockstep with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the fifth characteristic is a fear of difference. So an appeal against the intruder, disdain for immigrants, trans people. Homeless. Um, homeless people, exactly, locally for sure. So this scapegoating, the other unites them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's us versus them. Uh, yeah, with the homeless people. Like Nobody realizes the homeless people that live in your neighborhood are also your neighbors. But if you scapegoat, if it's us versus them, right, then you're united against something and angry. Right. Yeah. Let's. We're not going to turn into Portland. We need to get rid of all these homeless people. Yeah. I've even heard people say that like those homeless people are coming from Portland, like as if they're not like are like Vancouverites, like they don't li- actually like live here right. or aren't from here. Um, I mean, it doesn't even matter. They're human beings. If your neighbor well, moves exactly, in next door from Portland, are you like, they're from Portland? <laughs> but it's, exactly. it's, it's, like, this, it's this fucking alien planet over here. It's, yeah. it's mini nationalism to like help alienate that exactly. group Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. say nationalists are just low ambition globalists, guys. You're just, if you're <laughs> a nationalist about your, like, your cityist, we call it that, you're just a low ambition nationalist then? Maybe. Anyway, sorry. Back, focus. <laughs> Uh, appeal to social frustration. So this is kind of similar, right? This is this like middle class anxiety, um, a fear of political humili- humiliation, concerns about political and social pressure from classes of people who are typically viewed as below them. They're going to take your job, right? Mm-hmm. The immigrants are coming here. Look at their look at their birth rates. The replacement theory that Tucker Carlson spouts, right? And again, this could I'm focusing on immigration here, but it could also be homeless people. Exactly. Um, that those are the others on the on the local level that exactly you know, are always so you see that nationally and um, with immigrants even right now right like we'll get into that later I guess um, flying them to Martha's Vineyard in a just disgusting that was so fucking sick all right number seven obsession with a plot ha <laughs> ha oh, like a letter like, listen like in, a letter in. In. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to any Vancouver City Council meeting uh, and you will see these Oh, yeah, yeah. This includes election conspiracies, public health conspiracies, yep, yep, the China yep, virus, yep. Um, the fluorides turn the frogs gay <laughs> at the City Council meeting, QAnon followers. This runs deep, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. So, are, are, like, right now, aren't, like, all the local right-wing people running for office getting together for, like, a, an election thing? 
an election, in te- quote unquote, election integrity thing. Yeah, it's like Patriots United Vancouver. See that? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Obsession with a plot. Mm-hmm. The election that they all won the primary in must have been rigged. Must have been rigged. Yes. <laughs> fucking idiots. Sorry. No, they're fucking idiots. I mean, it just doesn't logically make sense. Yeah. So yeah. I should be... The enemy, this is my favorite characteristic, the enemy is both too strong and too weak at the same time. Mm -hmm. You snowflakes who are simultaneously involved in international conspiracies like the UN taking control of our city council, (laughs) but you're a snowflake. You're also trying to undermine, like, the very fabric of our society, right? You're a soy boy Antifa, but you're weak because all you eat is soy, but you're going to take over. (laughs) You're strong enough to. Yes. Somehow strong enough. It's... Right, we we are always winning because we're that good, but also we are always persecuted. Yes, and we see that a lot locally too. Of like just and once they, you look they, for the too strong and too weak, mm-hmm. you see it everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. All of these people have a persecution fetish, but they all want to be like the the people that are yes. striking down the e- you know whatever evil they've cooked up in their heads, which doesn't mm-hmm. actually exist. Which takes me to my next point: pacifism is the enemy. So life has to be a struggle. Uh, you must stay united against manufactured opposition of the day. You always have to be on guard. You have to be outraged. You have to get your two minutes of hate. It's the Fox News playbook, mm-hmm. right? Be on guard. You have to be yeah, united with your people because yes. they're coming for you. Yes. They're weak, yeah. but they're coming for you. Hold on your guns. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. You oil your guns with liberal tears because they're coming for your guns. <laughs> like Ray Reynolds coming for your guns. I'm not going to listen to that. Like... We have to be united because your AR-15 is going to help when they come at you with a tomahawk. Fucking idiot. Sorry, I got ranty again. (laughs) Number 10. These are all quite related. Contempt for the weak. So kicking down homeless people. They can't handle it. They're all takers. They're welfare queens. They Um, chose to be there. Yes. They don't want help. Um, You have to keep the classes united. Um, You know, if you're not looking at each other as humans, you're not looking up at people who are actually taking advantage of you and controlling things mm-hmm. um, in a way that doesn't benefit you. But that contempt for the weak is, is key and that plays into both too strong and too weak. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. have contempt for them, but you're threatened by them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is a hero. So a culture surrounding heroism, you're a hero for getting fired, for not getting vaccinated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things like that. Um, we, right? we saw that too during like in the last couple of years of, Oh, somebody, somebody's wrongfully yada 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 free speech like, uh, issue. What Kyle a oh, someone's been canceled or whatever yeah. too. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a, like yeah, when someone people get are publicly disagreed with, that's canceling right. them. And right. yeah, but, yeah. But we have we have seen local instances of this of like yeah. Again, they all operate on a very local level, and that's what's so disturbing. Like it's yeah. not just the national level. They're they're active in you know. Washougal and Camas and Vancouver and all the unincorporated areas in between yeah. and you know and you're a yeah, hero just way for, more than the left you know like maybe <laughs> the, which is scary yeah maybe the best example of the everybody's a hero is like Don Benton um, like suing the city. oh right he's right, a hero yes. look at him yes. like harken back to last week right mm-hmm. yeah um, so an obsession with machismo and weaponry. <laughs> Yeah. Renewed mass- <laughs> oh boy! Like, yes, 
Yeah. Renewed masculinity, fear of being turned gay by the fluoride, a weak military because it's got trans people in it. Oh my God. Which is actually what makes us strong is that our military is very well educated about other societies and cultures. Um, But that whole idea of like, yeah, machismo and weaponry, I feel like sums it all up. Yeah. Um, Selective populism. So these people end up... People that follow fascistic leaders and or are fascists themselves, they fall into information silos, so like Fox viewers on Facebook. So to them, with the selective populism in their world, because they're in this information silo, they think they have the majority opinion Mm -hmm. because that's all they ever see. Um, It's this vocal minority, and anybody who disagrees with you isn't a true American, they're not a real patriot, because disagreement is treason. Mm -hmm. So again, like back to action for action's sake, or excuse me, yeah, disagreement is treason. The selective populism idea where they, like, it's never even occurred to them that people disagree. Do you yeah. see that at the council? I, I don't, I don't necessarily see it in the council. I, I, it, it's a very, it's a very us versus them mentality. I see it online a lot. I see, it like, fucking Facebook memes, <laughs> all the, Every everyone who's like fallen down that rabbit hole, like just it, there's no there's no critical thinking going on. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. like here is here is something I am angry about that doesn't actually link it to reality in any way, shape, or form. But it is a you know yeah boy oh boy, I don't know. All right, we're at number fourteen, and I think I might add throw in a few of Lawrence Britt's that kind of um, put a little cherry on top. So number 14 from Umberto Eco is they love the uneducated, which is literally Mm -hmm. a Trump quote. Um, An intelligent populace is harder to control. Um, You can't have your populace have the tools for complex thought. Think every Facebook meme your crazy aunt has ever sent you. Exactly. (laughs) Because it doesn't require intelligence. It's Mm -hmm. just a few words to evoke that anger to get your two minutes of hate. Exactly. It gets gets them fired up and that's all they need. Yeah, exactly. So a few things from Lawrence Britt list written in 2003 um our power and continuing displays of nationalism so think america first flags everywhere um a disdain for human rights so supporting of torture concentration camps at the border things like that this is not a lot of these characteristics are not uh, unique to trump and the mega movement a lot of the stuff you've seen creeping into our government basically since we started tearing down the new deal Mm. um and you heard in the clip from the beginning right that one of the things um fdr used the new deal to fight back against fascism and arguably prevent it from coming here okay uh us versus them so same same as echoes uh rampant sexism things like grab it by the pussy Mm -hmm. uh discrimination against gays um opposition to abortion control of the mass media uh, an, obsession, an obsession with national security so governing through fear only we can protect you from them uh, blending of religion and government some of our favorite local officials mm-hmm. like to blend those up <laughs> quite nicely mm. uh, corporate power is blended and or protected so things like private prisons private border control things like that uh, labor suppression so trying to crush unions things like that uh, disdain for intellectuals and the arts that's a repeat Obsession with crime and punishment, like, I'll pardon you if you do my bidding. Um, Cronyism and corruption. So nepotism, things like using government funds to visit your hotels, things like that. 
um, and fraudulent elections. So usually through judicial review and through gerrymandering. I think those are more th things seen on the national scale, but overall that's kind of fascism in a nutshell. And it doesn't necessarily mean authoritarianism, but I think it always leads there. Okay. And we're certainly seeing, seeing it trend that way. Um, I think it's, I think that movement is fascist. I think the culture war is mask off fascism in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. like focusing on, you know, they're, they're Disney. not even pretending anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's spiking at certain key points. Yeah. We saw it spike with 2020 black lives matter. We saw it spike with the election of Joe Biden. We saw it, you know, we're going to see it spike again, the next presidential election. And how much, how many more rolls of the dice do we have before? Yeah. Like things just go really south. So in talking about our current day, I think there's some argument to be made, and perhaps this is a discussion for later in this podcast or a different podcast, but I think ultimately neoliberalism erodes the protections against fascism. Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of what FDR said. Um, the Democrats need to offer an alternative, and if they do not, I think they are complicit in the slide toward fascism. Yeah. And they are not offering an alternative, by and large, for the for the... I've seen a couple glimmers in the last Most just part. month right. that give me some little bit of student debt cancellation. Yep. What else are you thinking? Uh, I think even the some things in the CHIPS Act, uh, okay. bringing jobs here. Um, we're seeing EVs move back here from, that wasn't the CHIPS Act, though. that was the reconciliation deal they the just did. The IRA, yeah. Little things like that. I think if they brought back the child tax credit, and this is just crumbs. The people just need crumbs. Um, I feel like there's one I'm forgetting. Fairly recent. Dark Brandon did something <laughs> for all of us. But I think they are complicit if they don't address the material needs of the people. Because when you look at right. historical... Well, it's... it's Yeah, no, because it's just... Slides. They've been they've been coasting on, look at how bad the Republicans are getting, therefore you have to vote for Yeah, for you me. have to. And I mean, all these characteristics are not unique to to Republicans either. Democrats definitely exhibit some of this. You know, there were children in cages under Obama, exactly. things like that. Yeah. So, but I do think the Democrats are the only party capable, or the only of the two, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, right. they've, they've built it that way, so. Yeah. yeah, and I think now they have a responsibility. Um, so that's kind of, you know, nobody. But they don't, I mean, they have a responsibility but do they acknowledge that responsibility? I mean, so I don't know. Maybe I, if you had asked me two months ago, I would have said hell no. Okay. But okay. I do think that we're seeing some glimmers from Brandon. <laughs> I mean, I, I we'll want see. way I mean, more. I, for a while I was convinced that they actually didn't care about winning, that maybe they would like they're to like be the in the Washington, minority and they just didn't that's fundraise. What they, fundraise yes, and, that is what they fundraise off of. They're the but, Washington generals. They are paid to lose. But, I mean, as you're saying, like, at least with, like, the student debt cancellation, it's like he made that promise, and then he's like, oh, fuck, I have to, like, actually do this, and, like, clearly really didn't want to do it, and then waited till the last fucking minute to do it, but he did yeah. cancel a su substantial amount, so that, I was like, oh, and okay, maybe they do want to win, this is weird. <laughs> so, I almost feel like, so, know. he canceled student debt with Jill Biden, with his own wife, and Janet Yellen, telling him not to do it. So, I'm like, wait a second. What's going on? Yeah, yeah what is I'm going suspicious. on there? Yeah. Who's but at the same ear? time, I wonder if they see, like, 
you're not going to have any power anymore if we get a, an authoritarian dictator. If you've got Trump posting on True Social, 2024, 2028, 20, like literally just like I'm going to be a dictator. Yeah. yeah. Then you as a senator, you're going to be the first one hung at the gallows. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so maybe they are taking that seriously. Yeah. Like, at the slightest bit, I hate to give them any credit. Yeah, right, yeah. But, like, if I was going to be hung, I might give you 10 grand, you know? Like, <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> That's the alternative. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of, I don't know, nationally, but locally, it's we have interesting history. Not history, it's current, right? Yeah. So we have our own little fashy group that... Well, not only do we all have our own little fashy groups, we've got like, um, and there's there's plural operating in the area, but we've also got like the county, several of the county council, but well, one county council person at least, one who's running for the house seat, and one who's running for Clark County Sheriff at least. Like, they're all... So, you know that the majority of Americans have one election denier on their ballot? At least one. Guys, we have at least three. Yeah. Ooh, look at us. Dude, uh, we're big time. Is Tiffany Smiley is also oh, God, an oh, yeah. denier, oh, right? Yeah. I she, wouldn't, she, like, she would not say it. She, no, she just but, said but, she was like, Joe Biden is the president, she, but she wouldn't fucking say when she was asked no, multiple I, times. I, right? I, I feel like there's been red flags on her website. Is she, actually, she absolutely is. Okay. Like, she Got might it. be like smart enough to like, gloss over that a little um, for the public oh, yeah. veneer. Yeah, sake. it was a media interview, so yeah. yeah. Oh, you know I'm looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch of races that we haven't even been like even focusing on because we only have so much time. And mm-hmm. and for those who don't know, Tiffany Smiley is running against uh, incumbent Patty Murray. Yeah. And we are no State fans of Patty Murray, but, but good right. God, if you're listening to this, you better vote for Patty Murray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah it's a, and then run yourself so we close. have a good alternative. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Although I don't know if anyone, Patty Murray's so entrenched. That's. Yeah, the, if anyone could take her out. This is a problem for another podcast. I yeah, think. definitely. <laughs> we'll wait for Sharin for that we'll, one. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do a whole Democrats episode of. Just shitting on them. So do you want to give us a little backstory about our little homegrown groups? Oh, yeah. If we want to start there and then go into, uh, go into the individuals. Um, but yeah, and, and there's a lot of, of, you know, personal history I have as an activist woven into that. Because I don't, I don't know. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get there. So, like, what was the, what was the, um stage of fascism that you mentioned that triggered that like moment of oh yeah that's uh, these guys do you, do you recall I don't recall but I can violence for violence sake or something along those lines action for action for, for action's sake. Action sake which kind of translates to violence for violence sake but whatever yeah it's all the same um, kind of but yeah I, like so we've had I mean, I guess it starts with action and then turns to violence for violence sake. Like, they're rallies for no fucking reason? Yeah, <laughs> all, all suddenly turn into brawls. And that's the entire point of... Okay, so Patriot Prayer is the, are the real local guys. They're not guys we've imported. Joey Gibson started it in 2016 as a response to, like, he was inspired by Trump because, of course, he fucking was. Um... And Patriot Purr has always been a really sleazy, like, you know, 
says it holds some values, but doesn't really hold some values. Um, Their values are mostly sexist in nature. They have a lot of that, I think, incorporated, don't they? I'm not sure. That's certainly the Proud Boys. I'm not sure about... Okay. I could be getting them mixed up. Right. Yes. They're very easy. They're very close. They're very close-knit, so it's not like... I wonder what the crossover rate is. Well, what does that the, Venn diagram look like? Is it just a circle? I, I, I <laughs> kind of think circles it. I, I kind of think it might be at this point. Like the, okay. they they sort of merge into each other a lot, um, and the the people who go to like Patriot Prayer rallies are going to be at Proud Boy rallies and vice versa. Okay. Um, so it's it's one of those things where like Joey Gibson might do some bullshit like saying he's all about peace and love and this stuff and quote Martin Luther King Jr. or whatever. Oh my fucking um, god! Yeah. Classic. But what he's what what the point of that group is and has always been as far as I can tell is simply to antagonize the left and get into fights with the left, like his group is a single-minded. We have to go fight the left. And the left, whatever that that's definition is, is the left Antifa. It is Antifa when it needs to be Antifa. This is I why feel like, I feel like we should take this moment to clarify that Antifa means anti-fascist so say our soldiers in world war ii were antifa so Mm -hmm. if you've ever hung out at a vfw with any veterans they are antifa (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's uh, that term is thrown around and definition it's never defined and never said of course they don't define it because they want antifa to be those scary silhouettes burning buildings down in portland so your world war ii veteran grandpa is antifa Antifa. like by definition it's not an organized group it's anybody who's saying they're against this this cannot be yeah we're not gonna let this pass yeah and unfortunately like they they like patriot prayer strategy has been like go antagonize them start a fight and pretend we're the victims because your enemy is both too strong and too weak because your enemy is both too strong and too weak um so like they have been very active in in portland um i can't get into that whole because it's a whole historical there's some good podcasts too about it. there is some good podcasts we can refer you to in the show notes for sure um but I'm not qualified to go into that, and it's so like it is a history. Even even if it just goes back to 2016, it is a history. Yeah, there's deaths um, on both sides, extrajudicial killing. Excuse me, extrajudicial killing ordered by oh, Trump. Oh Jesus, yes. Um, it's gotten really ugly around here. Yes. And, yeah. Um, it hasn't gotten quite so ugly on this side of the river because we're more, um, you know, we we trend older, we trend more conservative in general, like. It's not like the bastion of of liberal and or leftist, you know, whatever that that they think Portland is. Yeah. Um, which is not to say they haven't been active. There was there was like events here have been canceled because of 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 the danger of violence from Patriot Prayer. Yeah. Um, part of my uh, uh, there was a couple things in 2020, and this veers off into some pretty involved personal stories um but as far as my experiences with with these folks there was the 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 first so 2020 covid black lives matter like we had all of this boiling up um and on juneteenth of that year there was the i5 bridge march um which were, were either of you guys at that no no Okay. I was afraid of COVID. Okay. Full disclosure. 
Okay, <laughs> I I I masked up and I went. Um, I so I was part of you know I, I was involved in Sunrise in the time. Um, still am, but you know that, that the local hub looked a little bit different back then. Um, there was a whole bunch of of messaging back and forth that day while I was at work of this this you know this kid is planning to, and his family are planning to like get this this march together and grow across the bridge and this is we've we've got patriot prayer people here in trucks roaring up and down the streets trying to intimidate folks the organizers apparently didn't have a plan for actually their their, their plan went from get people together and go across the bridge it didn't extend any farther than that which was deeply problematic um because that's just asking for a disaster yeah. um Word was later that like Inslee had had been talking to like you know got the local police to sort of pave the way for this. It was going to happen. I don't know how accurate that information was. That's just something I've heard. Um, but it went off. It went off without a hitch. But I felt like I had to be there just in case something happened. Like I fucking took off from work. I I I told my bosses I needed to go. I went. I got to the park. I you know, was in that, that whole march. And it was, a, it was a great march. It was a nice, peaceful, like, it was just trying to draw attention. And we were being followed by a whole line of folks with big-ass American flags and handguns. And that was Patriot Prayer, uh, who were there to counter-protest. Um, because that's just what they are. And, you know, I, I had... Fortunately, nothing happened. I saw people, like, getting right up in their faces, the, the you know, these armed people's faces and like flipping them off and shit and I was like okay don't 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 kick that hornet's nest oh, that's, that's what they uh, yeah so um, this is the they just want a reason to yeah the violent they, exercise of this mm -hmm. nationalistic flags huge flags every you know huge American flags all over the fucking place um, and then and the, it's a cult of leader right they're all following the lead mm -hmm. like this group in particular right like Patriot Prayer particularly cropped up as a response to Trump and everything he embodies. So whatever essentially he yep. sends out, they take that on. Yeah. Because it's a cult of leader. Now, Joey Gibson will claim that Patriot Prayer is not like a white supremacist organization, and it might not be, but it is also an organization that a whole bunch of white supremacists show up to on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. Um, so us versus them. It, yes. Yeah. It might not be on paper a violent organization, but it is also an organization where like the 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 fucking dude who who um, you know stabbed two people on a max train like yeah. a couple months before was at one of the earliest Patriot Prayer rallies. Like he got attracted to that yeah that ethos and then went and did something incredibly violent. Yeah, there's a lot of discussion um, about bringing violence home too. Like historically, fasc fascistic slides. Right. Like we have all these you know people that come back from our wars mm -hmm. and we get this adrenaline and you know adrenaline addicted young men and give them something to be mad about us versus them and rile it up and i think that's kind of what we see locally is this like these violent outbursts of this cult of it's this cult of a leader right they all follow so with covid came masking with you know, the BLM protests, it was us versus them. How dare they? We back the blue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have these simultaneously, we back the blue, but don't tread on me. But the tread is the boot of the cop that you support. It's ideological inconsistencies probably because yeah. 
um, session with the uneducated and appeal mm-hmm. to the uneducated through mm-hmm. your slogan, don't tread on me, yeah. back the blue, these yeah. very yeah. simple. Yep. And then. But now it's abolish the FBI, which is like. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> completely fucking backwards. But I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't back them. I don't even know yeah. that, that. And then like after, after the March, the, like the, whoever was, was putting on that March, like the young man whose name I forget. Um, like once we were we, we marched over the bridge, we marched back, we gathered back at Esther Short Park, and Patriot Prayer got like into uh, they they just kind of got in with this young man and his family as because they were religious people. Patriot Prayer is called Patriot Prayer. Yeah. Um, and this this person didn't know any better, and like Joey Gibson just kind of fucking used him for. Like, we're not a violent fascist organization type photo op thing. Not necessarily a photo op, but he was there, and I'm sure people were taking pictures. Like, you had the flags. Yeah. You, you had this guy, like, announcing, hey, there are, there are you know, are, 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 you know, they aren't that bad. We can all get along type bullshit, you know. Yeah. It was just because he didn't know any better, I but think. ultimately, deep down, they see the other as a threat to the character and Absolutely. history of our nation because we want to go back to when it was just an ethno state, right? right? So fast forward a little bit in time, um, and this this was actually like the least scary encounter I had with these people because you fast forward a little bit in time and Kevin Peterson Jr. gets shot. Mm. Um, Kevin C- Peterson Jr. was like whatever else they have you know, decreed it as, I, I do believe he was murdered um, by police, shot in the back. They, they, I, the first thing I knew about it, I got a, you know, a message in a group chat, a private group chat from a friend who is, um, I haven't, haven't talked to in, in, in years, and I hope he's doing okay, but he got, he was starting to get into to Antifa um, circles when the Portland, Portland stuff was going on, those 100 days of protest. Um, he texted the group and he said, "Like this, they, the police have just shot a, a, you know, another young black man in Vancouver." And he he wasn't the first um, because it's a it was a fucking pattern of just bodies dropping. But this was one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning, and like, I um. One of my regrets is that I didn't go out like and and support like the the people who were, were gathering at the scene at that time but the cops let him like the cops let kevin peterson jr lay there for like eight hours or whatever it was and they circled the fucking wagons and don't tell me that's not as sketch as shit yeah. um so that happened i didn't have the courage to go out there there were some people from portland and some people from vancouver who were like and patriot prayer was there too because of course this fucker showed up of course um so f- We'll fast forward again a little bit in time, and there was the memorial for Kevin Peterson Jr., and that was a... So, I had a, a friend at the time who was, was, I believe, had almost gotten hit by a car during a, a protest um, in 2017, like here locally. There was an incident. There was some sort of incident. I don't know the details. I'm not qualified to relate the details, even if I did know the details. Um, but just hyper security conscious, we made a plan to get in. We made a plan to like get out, um, and we were with um, shit. What was her name? 
Tanisha Harris, who was running oh, for office right. at the time. And I got, you know, whatever, whoever Tanisha is, Harris is politically, and whether I do or do not agree with her, which is beside the point because she's not, you know, a current candidate as far as I know. Tanisha Harris is a black woman, and she's a prominent, you know, community figure. We walked in there with her, and there was, like, you had a couple hundred people in the parking lot of the bank where Kevin Peterson Jr. got shot with candles. Then on the other side of the street, you had a whole fucking line of people with assault rifles and fucking trucks going up and down the road. and, and Machismo just, and weaponry. And oh machismo God. and weaponry. And getting, like, it was, it was, I, I, I have no idea. I assume it was a very moving, you know, thing, but I couldn't hear a, a thing from way in the back. Um, by the way, you, you saw Portland people there, and, you know, what Antifa is to me is a person carrying a fucking medical kit. Yeah. For, you know, if, if shit goes down, like, they're not well, carrying guns. Perhaps it's... I don't know. It seems like an appropriate time to mention that we had, for the first time, an entire summer without violent right. protesting from right. any of these groups in Portland, um, largely because of the pushback mm-hmm. from people. So if these fascistic groups are outnumbered, that's the only way to push back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if they're the minority or if you're dealing with a group of equals, right. you, and, they need pushback. And I'm not, I'm not saying everyone who identifies as Antifa or on the left is going to fall into that same mold. No, no, no. But what I am saying is that if you're, if you're fucking broad brushing them as, as some kind of a terrorist entity, fuck you. Yeah. Um, Antifa <laughs> is just someone who is anti-violence, machismo, all these characteristics we've listed, anti-sexism. Every person. Mm-hmm. In That's, that, yeah. In that fucking parking lot was Antifa. Yeah. Every fucking one of them, with candles, not guns. Maybe we should say <clears throat> anti-fascist instead of shortening it. Like I, I yeah, I, because I'm fine with that. That's what it is. Yeah, I. Antifa shortens it and has been demonized to the degree of to the yeah. degree I can do anything, and I'm not a brave man. Um, I am anti-fascist. Yeah. So, but getting out of there like was just this this maze of which way do we even go like person with a gun over there person with a gun over there person with a gun over there like there was someone standing at the top of the steps with an ar-15 screaming at us at one point in time um or just screaming in general i couldn't tell but yeah this this whole you know beat the chest bullshit and this is um in defense of in someone dying of some the, the the cops gunning someone down and information wasn't really known at that time he you know the, there's this so that goes back to an extrajudicial killing. Like, yeah, it's it a, was people a, are just trying to mourn memorial. this human that died. Yes, and so that's, it wasn't anti-police thing. It, it wasn't political, right? Yeah. It wasn't an anti-police thing. It wasn't like it, it wasn't anything that they would even ever have any objection to, if they didn't like cook that up in their own sick heads. Yeah. Um, so that's the obsession with crime and punishment and the, this extrajudicial uh, killing bullshit. So supporting that the cops shot someone, they're they're showing yes. support and for. A, you know where the cops were that night? They were nowhere to be seen. Of course not. We had someone what do you from. Mean, they a, were we not had, in uniform. They were we across had, the street. No, no. We had someone from a racial justice group go to the bar. That and, and I say we. This is just. This is not yeah, yeah. someone I was affiliated with. This was just something I heard from someone yeah, yeah. I know. But you know, someone went to the bar where all the fucking chuds were hanging out, and apparently the Clark County. You know, sheriff's office called the bar just to check in and see if they were doing a okay. Um, the the, the oh, wow. overlap between police and fascist is. I mean, I I would be willing to bet there was some un 
out of uniform officers as yeah. part of that group. Yeah. Because it is, that's the characteristic of fascism, yeah. is this there, obsession with a cop being a judge, jury, and executioner because you are the other, um, you know. Right. That's, I, I, I am not necessarily anti-police, but in that scenario, like, fuck, what are you doing? Well, we know what they're doing, We know what they're doing, and that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a huge problem. And the other, the, other, the other thing that's going on right now, which disturbed me very greatly, was... Um, uh, last last week or a couple nights ago, I don't remember the timing on this, but someone last Monday, last Monday, um, this past Monday, and and for uh, context sake, we're recording this on a Sunday, so like it's been about a week. Sunday, February, September eighteenth, right? Yeah, but but someone uh, tried to set uh, Mayor uh, Annie McEnry Ogles, the the mayor of Vancouver's house, on fire. Um, they were they were stopped they were seen they were confronted they were stopped but there was there was an attempted arson while she was at a city council meeting, um, which and the only reason that like it was it was running late apparently apparently she the mayor found out about this during the meeting and just kind of like continued through which is is very admirable but like that's that's some really scary shit and we didn't know if this was politically motivated apparently this is just some crazy person that happened to like he's he's has. Some mental health issues. Some mental health issues and some manner of, of history but with this. Of The idea that it was politically motivated stemmed from a threat, right? Yes. It stemmed from the fact that every oh, single yeah. council meeting, you've got people who are not even spouting insane... Well, they are. They're spouting insane conspiracy bullshit. And then... They've had multiple threats, like after the cameras are turned off, after the mics are turned off, after like when there's no recording going on, they have been threatened in a, in a we're going to get you type, you know, because the, these people are running on violence. And this, the, the, regardless of what motivated this attempted arson, you can only steep yourself and, and, and the, the, you know, the people that get, get this miasma of hate. This can only exist for so long before someone takes it enough into themselves that they act out on it and that there is a violent incident against our elected politicians. The hate that is fueled by the, the othering. Ha- the hate yes. that is fueled by the othering, yes. Um, They're united in their hate. So Yes, and whether whether or not, like, we've, we've talked about Joni Gibson and stuff, whether or not they're directly involved in, and yes, Joni Gibson has been directly involved in, in violent incidents. He's, he's out there to street brawl with anti-fascists. But he is inspiring, like, he is that rhetoric, that constant rhetoric, if you buy into it. And it normalizes it. And it normalizes it. What else are you, you've, you're, it's going to get to the point where violence overflows. So if you're constantly using violent rhetoric, then eventually violent actions don't yes. seem too far-fetched and becomes normal and the logical endpoint. Yes. Well, and, yeah, and, like, when you're being convinced that, like, everything is this grand conspiracy and your elections are fraudulent and like all these things like right that that's the type of rhetoric that like like people feel justified and like they right. feel like there is a need right like because it's they're they're it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a noble yes a noble, it's noble cause it's patriotic we are fighting right. to restore our nation yes. to what it was <laughs> yes yeah yeah it's, it's real mind fuck isn't it sorry it is yeah I did, and, and we've we've seen all these like these 
basically terrorist attacks on local government. There was the kidnapping plot against Whitmer. Uh, Whitmer, yes, yeah. Gretchen Whitmer. Um, yeah. Which had a bunch of FBI involvement too. So yeah. once again, the through line between yeah, the police and fascist. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! It's almost I just... like the police are mostly fascist. I don't know. It's yeah. almost like all cops are bastards or something. Okay. Mm, we're, 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 we're really going to, we're not even pretending anymore. Like, our, our little leftist dog whistles have given way to yells. We're not, yeah. The centrists are just going, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Clutching their pearls. Clutching their yeah. pearls. Um, okay, we'll say it differently. Uh, fund mental health care. <laughs> Reallocate resources. Yeah. So, and, and Seize the means of production. Well, the, yeah. the, this, this, whole, this whole idea of, of, of centrism when the right has gone so far to the right, and then all I'm seeing year after year is the Democrats going, oh, we need to retake the center. Let's, let's move to the right. Oh and let's God. move to the right. Yeah. We need to retake the center. Just we need to keep the center. Right towards fashion. Yes. Yeah. And then the center is constantly moving to the right. And it's like, no, you fuckers, we're over here on the far, the quote unquote far left. We were the center. Yeah. <laughs> you assholes. We just want people to have health care and want, to fucking I know. take care of we're climate all, we're change. We're all a bunch That's of fucking, fucking communists. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's radical. Radicals. Yeah, this is this is us taking the taking the mask off. <laughs> God damn. I don't even know if this is going to make it into the end audio. Like, maybe it shouldn't, but... Um, the, the, like, that that is a legitimate concern of, like... Not just violence against our elected officials and a undercutting of our very democracy. Like, don't underestimate the seriousness. This yeah, because if you the point of the terrorism, the domestic terrorism, yeah, is to get a political end. So to either dictate what the council does at those city council meetings. Yes, which is exactly what they're trying to do with showing up again and again and again, even though the council has no authority to do any of that. Or to prevent people with differing opinions from running for those offices out of fear. Exactly. It's completely and trying to control I, by fear. I do not yeah. want to be, like, I do not envy the city councilors having to sit through that shit. Yep. I don't want to be in public office. I don't want to be on the fucking end of that particular verbal gun barrel. Yeah. Night after night, you know, and week so after week. It was illogical when the rhetoric is so violent and an open threat toward the mayor at the previous meeting that at the next meeting when her house is set on fire that everybody... I makes think that reasonably connection. so makes that connection that right. the violent rhetoric has turned into violent action. Right, and it's there's there's going to be trigger points. Twenty twenty was a trigger point for the like the, we had a flare up of fascism of open armed fascism. Twenty twenty one we had the we had the with the anti mask shit like yeah. the the stuff at Skyview was just terrifying. Um, flare up of fascism, and if we didn't, I don't I don't feel qualified. I don't remember enough about Skyview to like go into all the details there but i was i was pretty damn terrified at the time of what was what could have happened one of them members i think of the proud boys was marching in a girl who refused right. to wear her mask right and it locked down all three of the schools right. they're all right next to each other oh my god and yeah that's just you know yeah and then like i i, I may or may not have said it before but once we get to like the, the as the these important elections come you know, we're just going to have more and more flashpoints because, like, if they win, hooray, they won. If they don't win, well, that couldn't have been legitimate. So we've got to, like, burn yeah. the whole thing down. But the only proven thing that has worked is to, number one, get rid of leadership, and mm-hmm. number two, outnumber them. So yes. while it's scary, there's power in numbers. We need to outnumber them where we can to prevent it. So yeah. vote accordingly so these people don't gain power. And number two, if you have the opportunity, 
to be just a body in a crowd show to push up. back, please show up. Please show up. Please. We need you. In whatever capacity. And at this, at this point in time, it's hitting doors for those candidates who really need your help. It is going out there and, and you know, actively supporting the campaign. Not just voting, because your vote is just one vote. But if you can convince other people to vote, that's, that's more votes. And, you know, it can make a difference. Um, so another, another third, like a third story from that summer. Yeah just because I, I remembered it, and it is so... It, it, it hits perhaps the most close to home, and, and there was a... So I grew up in the Camas-Washougal area, downtown Camas, downtown Washougal. That's my home stomping grounds. I've always felt very safe there. That summer, there was a small... I, I believe there was a small BLM protest at like the Safeway there in Camas, and my sister and I got caught up in this huge line of trucks going that direction. And it was like, wait, what is going on? And then we start to notice that all the trucks had fucking Trump flags, American flags on the backs. And then, like, there was there was someone standing in the bed of a truck in full body armor with an AR-15. In fucking canvas. In my fucking home. Machismo? Weaponry? Power and continuing displays? I have of nationalism. never, never seen anything like it. And obviously nothing happened big enough to report on, but my God, my, that was, that was the day I was seriously considering buying a gun. Like if everything falls apart. Um, and that's, I don't want a gun. I have no desire for yeah. mm-hmm. a weapon. And the point of that is just intimidation to make you feel that way. Oh, absolutely. That, this, that is what that dude was there for. He yeah. was like, he's, he's going to, he's going to intimidate. And my sister is not like my sister can pass for you know just a regular you know no, no i actually considering what i'm about to say i'm phrasing that very poorly my sister is <laughs> gay so she has more at stake than i do as a straight white male Definitely. being a female she has more than at stake than i do than a straight white male and this scared the shit out of her and it scared the shit out of me and i just i can't and that was the fucking intention it's domestic so, terrorism i have seen it locally in 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 they're just, it, it, it's not gone. It's, it might have gone into hibernation a little bit since then. But, you know, depending on how the next presidential election goes and who's even runs, and I'm, I am still worried for this, this country. And yeah, this, once they yeah. feel empowered again. Once you they know. feel empowered to well, do that shit, they'll a, do that shit. A lot of what you just described is terrorism, and maybe we should define that too so before we're accused of misusing it. Right. Yeah, so terrorism Absolutely. is the use of violence or threat of violence especially against civilians in pursuit of political gains. Um, intimidation, a state of being terrorized. So that's exactly what that is. So the point of intimidating for a pursuit of political goals. So yeah. whether that's keep funding the police or don't make me wear a mask or don't make me get a vaccine. Um, yeah. And you know, at the last CPAC, there was, they literally had a clip, maybe we should include the audio, we are all domestic terrorists. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. Please welcome founder of this. Just owning it. Yeah. They, you know, Because they, they don't have to hide it anymore. It's just, it's. And that's, I think, arguably what Trump did is he took the, the mask off of what was already boiling under it. He made it exactly. okay mm-hmm. to stand in the bed of a truck with your AR-15 mm-hmm. in full body armor because you think somebody right. at the Washougal Safeway like what who is yeah. threatening you that yeah. that's required that's such a delicate human being to think you need all that yeah to fight your battle 
Like the battle is what a piece of cloth on your face. Yeah. Is maybe having a proper judicial system, a judge and a jury instead of just a cop as executioner. Like, yeah. It's very delicate sensibilities. Yeah, and I mean, if we were to talk about some of the shit that happened in Portland, like that is just like that puts the fascism meter to like even, yeah, even farther into got the national red. notoriety. Yeah, there. nobody's talking about like. And if it's happening in Vancouver, nobody's talking about how many other places around the country is yeah. it happening. And nobody is talking about. It. Nobody is saying this is, this is deeply, deeply alarming. So when we when I see these people who are espousing these viewpoints run for local office, and they're not super open about it. They're not okay. So, so they're well, not some super, are. Yeah. Some are. Some aren't. But it's the dog whistle. The dog whistle. The alliances. Exactly. Yeah. What's yes. the local? I'm trying to find it right now. The Patriot. Patriots United, Washington. That was that conference, right? There was or, a conference. Yeah. So um, they're pushing my pillow guy sales after his phone got seized at a Hardee's. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike fucking Lindell. So they're like, buy a pillow, support Mike. So uh, the people that are running for office that are associated with this group in particular, Patriots United Washington, um, are Michelle Belcott running mm -hmm. in County Council District 2. Uh, Nance, old Nancy. Nancy, Nancy she Barnes? was there. Yeah. Nancy was there. Barnes was yes. there. Oh my yes. god, yes. old Nance. Yep. Don Benton in District Five yeah, running against Sue Marshall. Shock. Yeah. Uh, Brent Simpson running for auditor in town. Ray Reynolds. Uh, Jeremy Baker running in the 49th, and Park Lafette, which I don't think either of them stand much of a chance in the 49th. Uh, Michelle, Tiffany Smiley running for Senate, and yeah, Joe Kent, mm -hmm. of course. Of Joe course. Kent is the number one is, yeah. fashy of the fash, <laughs> the fashiest of the fash. Yeah, he's like absolutely. Just peep his social media. He's very much in the cult of Trump, um, the most outwardly Trump cult. Like his first line is Trump endorsed. Yeah, that's his whole identity. Um, he recently came out in support of Steve Bannon, who is being prosecuted oh, for misusing those, of those build the wall funds or whatever, right? So they want um, like, Wasn't that one of our fascism elements there? Um, what am I thinking? Great American uh, hero, Steve yeah, Bannon. Yeah, he's a hero. Yes, he's a hero. Everyone's and they're persecuting a hero. Him and yes. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And Mike Lindell's a he's, hero because somebody took his phone at a Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that. <laughs> Yeah, you're, that's exactly. And the wall is another example of just action for action's sake. Let's build a wall that literally does nothing. Yeah. And you're a hero. And remember, Steve Bannon took money from Trump supporters and personally enriched himself and others. Yes. Like, they just take advantage of their supporters, and supporters still... It's like they love the uneducated. They, yeah, see? And they don't even believe the shit that they say, you know? It's like yeah, they're just playing you. It's such an obvious... They yeah. want you to donate. They want you to vote to keep them in power so they can continue to grift. Yeah. But yeah, there's... Once you list them and then harken back, it's like, oh my gosh, these threads run through all of these candidates, all mm -hmm. these... And so to, we can't let that take hold locally. And they're trying. And it's... Yeah, and they're, they're poised to take hold. They're poised to take... They're gaining It's crown. damn near every race is just... From the school boards Democrat on. At least or, someone... Yes. Yes. A milk toast Democrat versus a mega fascist chud. Yeah. Those are your options in every race. Mm -hmm. <sighs> 
deep sigh. Yeah. I agree. Just <laughs> So we'll put up our voters guide. I feel like we should have one, like for all these races locally. Oh, that's a great idea. It'll just oh, be yeah. the opposite of the Patriots United Washington. <laughs> yeah. Their big thing, yeah, is like election integrity, but all these people are running within this system and then when they lose, will they claim it was rigged but they won their primary? Yeah. It's it's again, love the uneducated. It's ideological inconsistencies. Well, it it gets it gets people riled up in a way that like on a purely on a pure level of hate and emotional turmoil like the 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 people running as democrats or as nonpartisan centrists like really need to find a way to rile their base up and not like just give people something to vote for and not just like the same yeah. The same thing that people have just give us been some... enduring for yeah. election cycle after mm-hmm. election cycle. Some stuff to fight back against the fascist slide, right. maybe? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things I skipped over, I can't believe I missed this, is supremacy of the military is one of on Lawrence Brett's list that we just skimmed there at the mm-hmm. end. Which is, even with the large problems at home, like healthcare, poverty, homelessness, all mm-hmm. these things, the military receives a large portion of the budget. Yeah. So that is glaring. More and more every year. And so we see that, like, with Kent especially. You know, he's a veteran. Tiffany Smiley, the wife of a veteran. Mm-hmm. The supremacy of the military um, instead of actually solving the problem. So that's one thing I have a hard time with is, and maybe this is your enemy is both too strong and too weak. It's like America is both too strong and too weak in that we are the greatest nation on earth. We are the richest nation on earth, yet we somehow cannot figure out how to feed everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We cannot figure out how to house everyone. We can't afford these things. How are we going to afford it? They make... It's the us versus them. I'm not going to pay for your health care, but we're the most wealthy country in the world, the greatest, but we can't figure out these basic problems that every other country has solved, which then goes back to they love the uneducated because the uneducated don't know what other countries are like and what is possible. It's just this cycle. Yeah. Or it's those other countries' fault that these things are happening here, or it's the immigrants' fault, because like once again. Exactly. You know, demonizing the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I. This yeah. person is the reason you don't have health care. This person they're is taking the reason, your job. Yeah, they're, they're taking your job. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Unfortunately it just works so well yeah, for some no. people. Yeah. I mean it, it does it does bring them all under the same roof and aligned in the same direction. Patriot Per does not have an ideology besides like hate the left. Yeah. Whereas we well, on because, the left and disagreement from with them is treason. Yeah. So it's not like there's that's the big difference between the left and the right, right? The left we debate ideas and policies right. and how we're going to do it and, and nuance. We very often fragment and disagree. And yeah. Like and that works to our detriment when the right just falls in line. And mm-hmm. There was a steps its way into like yes. <sighs> office. So all that is to say, we were totally right to call Kent a fascist. Kent we just spent fascist. an hour defending that decision. We just yes. spent an hour defining fascism, which I, I feel like the word is thrown around so much without the, the necessary weight. Agreed. And part of that is because literally everyone on the right is a fascist these days. So it's like we just, well, of well, course we're overusing it because they're all yeah. fascists. Well, unfortunately, it seems like... and. There's this study that I remember, I just pulled it up to double check, from a few years ago that literally the red-blue divide, the attraction toward authoritarianism, right, Republican, 
versus Democrat liberal discussing ideas, nuance these things is literally a difference in your brain and how they use CT scans to determine yeah. how your brain processes fear. Mm-hmm. And we can oh, wow. put a link in the show notes. We don't need to get into that, but there is like actual physiological differences that draw people to different things. So we see an us versus them scenario. Oh, us versus the houseless. We don't fear that. And so that fear of the other fear of that person, fear of losing, I think fuels that. And when you have economic inequality, like we have, instead of looking at the super, super wealthy and no, I'm not talking about you. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not one of them. (laughs) Like you're not Elon Musk. No, like you have a house and a boat. Okay. You're going to be fine. You're not a billionaire. You're not Jeff Bezos. Yeah, exactly. There's a handful of people. We know their names. There's 20, 30 of them, maybe whatever in this country. We're not looking at them because we're demonizing each other. If we're, or not Warren Buffett, by the way. Yeah, the, exactly. The, the railroad strikes. strikes. Yeah. If we're not seeing us humans, the peons, as united, that we are all in this country, we are all, you know, workers of the world unite, right? If you're looking up and down, demonizing people who are down, you're not looking up. We need to unite so we can actually address the real structural issues. We mm-hmm. have enough in this country to meet all of our exactly. needs. The demonization just lets basically the billionaires get away with them off the hook. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, this is exactly what they want us to be doing. Yeah. So if you're looking down on someone, you're demonizing someone else, like the immigrants aren't doing it. The homeless people aren't doing it. Antifa isn't doing it. Um, you have much more in common with the immigrant, with the houseless person, with Antifa than you do with anyone who is actually harming you in any way. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk at all about like the individual candidates who are running locally? And That's what they, I was thinking. How we they should... fit into this so we yes. don't just gloss over them because boy, oh boy, yeah. some, some <laughs> yeah, fun stuff there. Let's go. And go somebody, somebody besides me needs to do some talking because I'm so you know, raw-throated right now. Um, okay, so uh, uh, Ray Reynolds. Um, so at a recent... No, what was it that I saw? Um, oh, it was the it was the sheriff's debate uh, before leading up to the primaries, um, and yeah, he basically said that um, Initiative sixteen thirty nine, the gun law reform bill, um, is unconstitutional, and that he, Ray Reynolds, without a law degree. <laughs> Is going to determine Ray Reynolds, trained biologist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is going to determine the law as he sees fit, um, because yeah, because on on the basis of unconstitutionality. But really, it's just because he doesn't agree with it. Even though Initiative 1639 was a was a ballot initiative, it's the most fucking democratic thing. Do you want to explain what do. a ballot initiative is? Yes. Versus- yeah. So a ballot initiative is like one of the most democratic things. It's basically regular people get together, um, you get uh, signatures, uh, go out, get signatures from regular people, and um, it's a it's an initiative that's directly on the ballot. Instead of voting for a politician that then enacts legislation, it's like direct mm-hmm. legislation, like, um, you know, and this one was for, for common sense gun reform, um, and it passed because Washingtonians democratically passed right all voted said yes this is what we want and ray reynolds doesn't like that and is saying that it's unconstitutional and that he will not ray reynolds doesn't like democracy 
Washington wanted this, and we passed it. Um, and, yeah. Ray Reynolds doesn't want it and is trying to get into a position of authority where he can just, like, blow it off entirely. And so yes. this is seen historically where the fascists use, like, the government as a weapon. So Mussolini was mm-hmm. the first one to do this, where they get elected to office and then wield the government as a weapon. They don't see it as a social structure, as a way to help people, anything like that. It's literally just the tool they use. Um, And he's trying to do that. Like, the government isn't a social contract anymore. The social contract is the voters vote, you enact the laws. He's like, no, I am the government. Exactly. Exactly. The government is my gun, bitch. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's that's Mussolini, dog. Like, It's a thing we see with sheriffs that just, like, and Ray yeah. Reynolds is particularly annoying because <laughs> because he likes to like cite MLK and fucking Rosa oh, Parks like yeah. he cited Rosa Parks as like an example of like her civil well, liberties I mean, were violated. I mean, I mean yeah. Joey Gibson citing MLK and he's not even fucking black. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and you know Ray Reynolds, let's be honest, he probably like makes the white people feel okay about yeah. the shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm just going to Cite Rosa Parks because I am deciding to ignore right. the fucking you're, law. You're, you're not really like that's nobody's really looking into. I'm I'm sure nobody's really looking into like what it was Rosa Parks was actually saying or doing. It's just like this veneer of historical. They love figure. the uneducated. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Rosa Parks was a figurehead on a months and months long like. Right. Yeah, and you, also like you, just you, equating you, literal segregation with like a fucking like. Yeah, but my whole beef with that is just literally you're against democracy. Is this a democracy yes. or not? We voted it, on that's this. That's what I'm right. saying. Like even if we have you're our disagreements with 1639 or whatever, yeah. it's like this was voted on by the people, and therefore it's the fucking law. And if you don't like that, convince people right. to yes get, repeal that law. His, I don't know. His, you know, <laughs> historically we're we're America. We kind of don't like kings. We kind of don't like tyranny. We kind of don't like fucking fascists. But we yeah. Sorry, this oh, is a maybe, tangent. Oh, maybe we do like fucking fascists. <laughs> it seems like we do. It kind of seems like... It really like, seems like, like we do. I, and you I, think we I, don't I, like monarchies. Didn't we just order <laughs> flags to be at half mass oh, for the queen? Oh, that's my a fucking whole God. different I don't anyway. So, well, like, there's what we are versus how we perceive ourselves. And correct. I, right. I, I am <laughs> yes, still yeah, coming yeah. out of a public education <laughs> where we were the good guys in World War II and everybody was, you know... Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to fight the Axis powers and shit. Um, <laughs> so, Ray, speaking of... Oh, what else about I was it? Gonna sing, oh, I was going to sing sorry. a song like Ray. And I, you had me feeling all patriotic there for a minute. <laughs> Ray has got quite the set of pipes. Yeah, he's a great singer. You know, he's a... he's a, He yeah. just likes to meld he's that politics and religion. Of, he's, mm. Yeah, he's full of God's love and he's just a happy man. He's just a happy little fascist. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I've been like... I Yeah, I've been like watching these interviews with him and I'm just like, oh my God, like, I don't know. It's just... It's fucking hilarious. He has, like, quite a a jolly demeanor for being, like, such a psycho. Um, well... Well, yeah, and he... Yes, he's a very religious man, so the, the blending of, yeah, government and religion is... Right, an that's there. deeply problematic. Just, just, just because he's a psycho doesn't mean he's not charismatic, and that's a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's what I was thinking of, like, when I was watching. I'm like, man, he, like, feel like people could fall for this shit. So oh yeah, if you are, that's why if you, you made it through the primaries. Yes, so. and if you aren't paying attention. And he was literally running yeah. through, running down the Camus Days Parade, like 
hollering at the kids, getting the kids all excited and stuff. Like, <laughs> fucking, like, recruiting little mini Nazis into your <laughs> fucking cult? Like, yeah. hell well, no. It's the, the right. for sheriff. He was not our pick. He is now our pick. Well, to be fair, Shook wasn't our pick either. Like, yeah, there, no was, there was no good options. They're all, all, yes, they're all Horst cops. Horst drew a line at deciding he is right. the arbiter of right. yeah, Horst, what the laws are. Horst isn't openly trying to undermine our democracy. Yes. So, <laughs> at Ray, least not yet. Ray is an authoritarian. <laughs> He's not there yet. Yeah, Ray yeah. is an authoritarian, and he will implement what laws he thinks. Yep. So, again, disagreement is treason. And if he is the government, he is the law. Like... Yeah, he wants to be the law in mm-hmm. Clark County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless you want to put all your trust in him to make decisions you agree with, like, uh, he can't get elected. Horch for sheriff, people. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Our next candidate. Maybe just Michelle Belcott. Um, you know. She's the number one us versus them. Exactly. The, the the war on the homeless. She's mm. doing a a public event to have a conversation about homelessness. And um, depending on what day you're listening to this, it might be today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What day is it? Let's uh, see. Make sure to. It's on Tuesday. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just your your classic example of um, yeah, just obsession with uh, quote unquote public safety and, um, you know, the homeless, they, they choose to be there. We got to get rid of them. I'm going to tackle this problem. Um, not with with houses. Yeah. Not actually dealing with the root causes. I don't know where the fuck she thinks they're going to (laughs) go. She She probably just wants them to die. Yeah. She says on her website, we have all the resources. We just haven't like, she's going to come in and business manager way to this. Yeah. Um, which is bullshit. We don't have enough resources. We have enough resources. If we had enough resources, they would not be on the street. Yeah. Bottom line. And um, she wants to, yeah, it's the other day on her website. She wants to defund those yeah. resources that we have that are not adequate. And the other big connection she openly makes is this like protection slash melding of government and business. So she's touts her business bona fides and very much wants to bring like developers and big business into decision making and not the people. Ooh, so yeah. that's a problem mm-hmm. because I don't know about you guys. I don't feel like big business really has any of our interests. <laughs> at heart. No, of course not. They have their interest and that's number one. Yeah. So those are her, I mean, and she's a lot of these officials are limited because of the offices they're running from. They don't have stated positions like a, like a president does, like a Trump does. Yeah, right. yeah. She's got a few issues, yeah. local issues she's running on. Which all kind uh, of meet the criteria. And because she's associated with that Patriots United group that is so openly in support of everything that's, Trump yeah, stands for. Yeah, you can for. kind of infer that's from insane. there. Yeah. Um, yes, Michelle Belcott is, um, is also uh, anti-mask mandate. Um, so she doesn't believe that she has to follow the laws that are in place by public health authorities. And she's applying for a position to the Clark County Council where she would sit on the board of public health. So she would have some kind of influence on that. And she does not want to. Um, it's it's just similar to the Reynolds thing. There is a law in place and right. she thinks that she is the law and she, or she's right. trying to get in a position where she can undermine it. Administer. Yeah. Exactly. It, the way that she wants it she, to be. She said something along the lines of we shouldn't listen to them. Them being like you know, doctors and stuff like that. 
<laughs> and that we should listen to the people. And I'm like, well, there are people that are They're uneducated. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There are people who are specialists that, um, you know, study these things. So I believe epidemiologists probably know a little bit more than old Michelle Belcott mm-hmm. about what will keep me healthy. Yeah. And we're also forgetting that a lot of the mask mandates that she was opposed to were, it was up to the business to decide whether they wanted yes. to require masks or right. not. It was not a, this, this kind it of wasn't blanket. an authoritarian. Right. It was mm-hmm. like, if you're a business owner, do you have that authority to protect your employees? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or let's say you, you know, have an employee who's immunocompromised or whatever, and you want masking so that your employee can still come to work. Right. So she's against even the freedom of business owners to make that decision for themselves. Right. Ultimate authoritarian. Like, yes. So, or ultimate fascist. It's just pick and, pick and choose what freedom actually counts. Yeah. I don't so. know if this is similar, but like, yeah, Don Benton, he said that the council should have sued Jay Inslee, um, essentially for, uh, shutting down businesses during COVID. Um, and yeah, I mean that to me, just makes me really mad because it's like assuming that everybody wanted to stay open. I w- I was terrified when yeah. COVID hit and I was scared that I, like there, the days well, leading up to that, that we would keep, there, have to keep working. Yeah. And um, there was, there's a lot of personal responsibility. And like when, when I was out at protests, like everyone was masked up, everyone was like being as safe as we could. Mm-hmm. Nobody was bitching about it because like, that's not, you know, it's not a thing. It's fine. It's just like we're all protecting each other. Yeah, that's all it needs to be. It's just being turned into this. Well, like if she believed if we had universal masking with quality masks, we wouldn't have had to shut down. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So they don't want any of it. They don't. They. Yeah. They're like, you can die. We'll just sacrifice all the old people, all the immunocompromised people, all the not old people that died. We still have, what, like 3,000 people a week dying or something crazy? That we're just yeah. like, fuck them. And um, while Nance is, sorry, moving on to Nance, uh, my yeah. favorite. <laughs> so she, her policies, she doesn't have any public policy, but the fact that she's endorsed by this group says a lot, too, I think. This is, Nan- I know, this is just, Nancy Barnes, right? The yeah, sorry. TV. I just thought everybody would know Nance by now. Uh, yeah, it's no, just, it's I feel that it, like it's just weird that she was even there at that event yeah, like that as is... a PUD member like I don't know like why well that's really why is this a partisan it's thing? yeah it's not like, even like the, the group endorsed her like she showed up at the event yeah that's not that's not good I'm so I'm so blown away that she she would because she seemed like a pretty boring ass incumbent who's been there for yeah like, ever yeah mm-hmm. um letting her free flight fly a little yeah bit. was she always like did she get did she get like fucking influenced or was she always this way from like way back when? I don't right. Know. I wasn't exactly convinced. I didn't know that she was like a fucking but yeah, right when Con- you're like that. Right. Congratulations, until, Nancy Barnes. Until, you made it onto the fascist yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for like showing us who you ally yourself Fuck. with. It, it made it like a lot clearer how dire that the race right. between her and Steinke is going to be. Yeah. Right. We need, we need like, and, and people are not going to look beyond, oh, here's the incumbent. Like my lights are still on. So I might as well just vote for her. Yeah, is, exactly. Is my concern. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, those, those four, I guess. And then Tiffany Smiley is the Senate candidate. She's also endorsed by this group. 
Yeah. She's also being very careful with her language, running as like a mom. Mm-hmm. There's a new mom in town. Is but like she's got to appease the magas, so yeah. she's yeah, she's dancing that fine line or straddling that line. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah, we we saw this in 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 the a previous Clark County Council campaign of when when Karen Bowerman was running against Jesse James, um, and I have I've was supporting Jesse James, and I wish he had gotten on, and I have like. Bowerman's a little bit more um, nuanced than I would have thought at the time. She's done a couple of things which are like, okay. Um, but also, like, at the time, she was, like, if you looked at the shit she was putting out, it was pretty hardcore. Like, wasn't even dog whistly. It was just like, we're, we're you taking that line? Oh my god, that's a red flag. Um, and then if you looked in the voters' pamphlet, she came across like a moderate. That was absolutely intentional. See, exactly. Yeah. That exactly. was absolutely intentional. Exactly. They know how to fucking play it, man. That's what's so scary. I'm just a mom. <laughs> right. So you're you're riling up your base in the Nothing background, and then for the people who just don't, who only have time to look at the voters' pamphlet, you don't look like the crazy asshole you are. Exactly. Which is why we should probably have a voter guide. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I totally that support be that. We need to put that together. A quick voter guide you can send to your parents to help them vote. Please. <laughs> because, yeah, we can't have the fascism locally. It's authoritarian, it's control, mm-hmm. and it's not democratic in any way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And once again, our answer to that is, like, there are inspiring candidates running Indeed. against these people. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, but vote for, vote for, vote for and support Shartisha Roberts. Don Steinke, um, Sue Marshall, Sue Marshall, Hector Hinojosa, Hector Hinojosa. Although he, that's a little bit different because like his opponent he is, is not, not a running fascist. against a fascist. Yes, um, true. He, he's the, the lowest guy. bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, yeah. I think people often think fascism is just gas Hitler. chambers. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. It is, it um, is. But there's a build up, and guess what? You know. we're, we're building up pretty damn fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sing us out, Ray. Hey.